0: Welcome to the Kickstart Your Coaching Edge podcast, where it's all about getting real around all things coaching.
1: And what we know for sure is that what got you here won't get you there.
0: You can't see the spinach in your own teeth.
1: And finally, hang on, because this one's really deep. Once you realize that you are the traffic, everything makes complete
0: and unadulterated sense. It's a new month. It's a new topic. And we are talking about impulse control. I thought
1: you were gonna like start singing something for some reason. Like, I don't know what popped into my head was you
0: two. It's a beautiful day. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Um, And it's so funny because on this particular day that we're recording this, it is raining cats and dogs don't step in a poodle. I know, so bad, so bad. But I couldn't help myself. Why? I have low impulse control around cheesy jokes. So let's talk a little bit about impulse control, how it ties into emotional intelligence. Karen, give the listeners a definition. I will. So when we talk
1: about emotional intelligence and impulse control, impulse control relates to your ability or willingness to delay an initial temptation to do or say something to filter action or expression as appropriate. I'm going to say it again. Impulse control relates to your ability or willingness to delay an initial temptation to do or say something, to filter action or expression as appropriate.
0: I love it. It's That's so interesting, right? Because... It's about delaying an initial temptation to do or say something. Now, do we always want to do that? Maybe not, right? So a lot of times we have to look at impulse control and what impulse are we trying to to control and is it necessary? So for example, if there is a burning building and my impulse is to say, get out, run for your lives, call the fire department, like all of that and interject. That's totally appropriate. There is no delay needed. Now, being able to have impulse control around calling someone a jerk or um, <laughs> or an a-holio, or whatever the case may be, you know, we might wanna have a second of pause. So we're gonna take a look at, Karen is laughing so hard right now because um, I didn't have impulse control as I was uh, on a recent flight that was delayed Um, about 10 hours, it was delayed. And, um, a guy was on speakerphone while I was trying to eat. And I don't know about you, but if you listen to your phone calls on speaker in public, I have huge judgments that you're kind of a dick, meaning you don't care about anybody else. I don't want to hear about your stuff on the weekend and what you're doing. And I got upset with somebody and they were a jerk and I told them they were. So I had low impulse control at that particular moment. But I don't regret it. So a lot of it, Karen, is about knowing when do we need pause and when do we not.
1: You know, Jen, I think one way to think about this, too, is with impulse control, especially around doing something, right, or saying something like that. It's if you thought afterwards that, oh, crap, maybe I shouldn't have done that or if you would have thought something through, perhaps would you would you have done it differently? And and I think that you know I I don't think that low impulse control, like you were saying right, is a bad thing. I don't judge my low impulse control because because sometimes for me, if if your income, if your impulse control is really high, I feel like so often, people take way too long to make decisions, right? That, that That is not me, right? If your impulse control is low, you make quick decisions and you perhaps regret them. I make quick decisions. I don't really regret them. Like, because perhaps I'm pulling in some other emotional intelligence thing there to, because because I know that whatever decisions I can make, I can handle whatever the outcomes of those decisions actually are.
0: Yeah. You know, I think that's really great. Let's, oh, I'm sorry, care.
1: No, I was just, I was just going to say that, you know, it's, it's really being able to sit here and say, okay, where, where can you land with the decisions that you make or the things that you're doing? And are you saying, oh crap, I shouldn't have done that. Or, oh
0: man, I should do this. So let's talk a little bit about the pros and the cons around impulse control because I think that was really good that you said that, right? So if you have super high impulse control, you don't necessarily have, um, you know, your impulse uh, is—I'm sorry, your emotions running the show. You can actually stay in non-action for a really long time. You might have trouble making decisions. You might um, stay almost analysis by paralysis of hanging in there because you're so, should I do this? Should I do that? What are the pros? What are the cons? What is the best thing? And you really are are buying yourself time because you're allowing so low of a reaction to some of these things that sometimes you can actually get stuck. Yeah.
1: And, and for me, like that sound, I, I hate that feeling like
0: stuck does not work for me. Nope. Now, the opposite side of it is if you have low impulse control, you may say things that you regret. You may invest in things that you shouldn't. You may, um, move across the country and realize that you never researched what living in Alabama really was like. And so you find yourself in situations then that you might be trying to, um, correct, do differently. Um, It could be that you have more of a regret or a hindsight, you know, 2020 mentality about things. Now, that's only if you label the impulse that you took as being poor. Now, a lot of times, low impulse control can give you big wins. You got in on um, GameStop super early in the stock, right? So you're go, 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 go. And you have more opportunity. So it's just about how it is that you see it. There's pros and cons to both low impulse control maybe means that you have more possibilities, opportunities, and you're, you get into things before other people can even catch up. And um, so it just goes both ways. And I think that's really important to highlight.
1: Yeah, I do too, Jen. And I think too, it's, it's when the income, it, and I think for me, it's about determining the results. So if your imprint in, impulse control is low, right? Are you explosive, right? You overreact. And then you go, Oh shit, I shouldn't have done that. Right. That's, that's, that's different than your impulse control and you're taking risks and you're able to bounce back from whatever, the result of the risk actually was. you know, Impulse control when you're low, are you sometimes impatient? Yeah, right, I can be really impatient. However, I can be patient around a lot of things too. So I think a big part of impulse control is knowing when it works for you, when it works against you. And I gotta tell you the thing with impulse control for me that makes me nuts is like, is when impulse control is so high there's so much overthinking involved with people. So so the awareness around that part of it is, I mean, it's great that you can call your own time out, gather all the pieces to something and make an informed decision. But Jesus, if it takes you three weeks to do that, I'm already on like 16 different impulse controls that I didn't have.
0: <laughs> I love it. So it is true though. It's the what a. Am- emotion is driving the overindulgence in impulse control or what emotion is driving when there is less of impulse control. So few things to think about as you coach, right? And uh, as you're working with your clients is to talk to them about how would they rate themselves on impulse control? Where are they getting in trouble with it? Where are they getting benefit out of it? What do they wish they were less reactive to? Where do they wish they had more space? Uh, And then the power of the pause comes into it, right? Or where do they actually need to have a no thinking zone and start taking action? This is the beautiful space for you as a coach to be able to really understand what emotions are driving your clients and their impulse control. And why not do it for yourself as well? So on that note, have a great week and we'll see you next week. Bye.
1: Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Kickstart Your Coaching Edge podcast. Craving more in-depth discussions? Check out the Get Real Inner Circle with our no BS in
0: crowd of coaches. Join live coaching discussions, breakdowns of coaching calls, and have some fun while you're at it. You're going to want to go to kickstartyouredge.com
1: backslash inner circle. It's time to get real.